0: hello once again everyone thanks for tuning in to another edition of aiw's the card is going to change before we get into this week's episode of course we want to say thanks to sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free on whichever podcast platform you choose to listen thanks to our friends at Smokin' jay's barbecue if you have yet to try it follow them on social media at smoking underscore jay's that's J A Y S B B Q. And uh, head down to the Maslin area, or if you're in that area, swing by there. You can do pickup, you can do delivery. They're available for right now. Uh, they also do catered events. So if you've tried their food at an AIW event before elsewhere, and you want to reach out to them, definitely follow them on social media and
1: find out. I don't know. I don't know if they actually are open for a pickup right now. I think they're doing like. Pop-up. Did they
0: stop doing the pickup?
1: Yeah, I think they're doing like pop up events only right now, not a full oh, fledged full fledged wow. operation. Smoke I think there's a little let us know. I think there's a little I, I think there's a little issue, a little little issue that uh, that's Brock's story to tell. But oh last right. I last well, I heard there was there were some shenanigans going on so they were forced to uh reevaluate plans.
0: We're talking about shenanigans. Uh, some shenanigans.
1: Super trippers
0: um, all right well Brock let everybody know on uh, on twitter or something and if, if they can do pickup or not give the heads up man for sure uh but certainly they definitely do catered stuff so if you've ever had them uh help support those guys and, and have them do your your next event or as john mentioned pop up events schedule that with them that'd be great to do and uh, hey of course thanks to uh the merger between smart mark video and IWTV, tv watching aiw has never been easier You can watch on a DVD or buy it an MP4 through smartmarkvideo.com. Every single uh, possible AIW show available on DVD is available through smartmarkvideo.com. If you want an abundance of independent wrestling at your disposal, whenever you want to watch wrestling, then sign up. Use the code Absolute so they know that we sent you to IWTV at independentwrestling.tv and it's 9 dollars You can watch, like I said, not only AIW, but so many other promotions as well, and a lot of extras, including uh, interviews and original series that they've done over there at IWTV. And uh, yeah, that's all we got sponsor-wise right now. <laughs> if you want to sponsor, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. You know, shoot us a message, hit us up. Uh, we always love a good time, and we can do all of that for you. You can be heard here on the podcast, be on our social media, be on flyers, all of those wonderful things. So uh, hit up John or myself, and we would we'd love to bring you aboard as a wonderful sponsor, especially as uh, we've continued to talk about here. We've got all sorts of other content creation that we ultimately want to get to in 2022 so more opportunities for your brand to be seen. Uh and then with that, of course folks, welcome to the episode. As always AIW owner John Thorne is here. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. Uh Mr. Whiskers floating around somewhere. Already already heard her a few times right, before. We right started on, right on
1: the microphone. Right on the microphone.
0: <laughs> uh we, you know, we we get into the shout-out segment here, and uh, John Thorne, I got a big shout-out. Big one. I, I feel like you, you might have a similar shout-out. Same guy.
1: Go ahead. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not.
0: Um, I'm going, I don't with know where you're going with Dylan this. Postle. i going with Dylan Postle, as everybody knows, Swoggle,
1: in a I, I don't even Dinklage know if I want to. I don't even know if I want to open this can of worms. I've been getting attacked on social media all, all day about this.
0: You know what? I'm opening this can of worms, John Thorne, because shout out to Swaggle. He's doing what he thinks is right by him, right by uh, a marginalized group of people that he represents. Make no mistake. Just because you, as wrestling fans, have access to this man on the regular And you feel like, oh, he's one of us, part of AIW, he's part of the wrestling world, he's one of us. He is still very much part of a marginalized group of people. And when you have a marginalized group of people and you're trying to get a message out, you take any platform that you could possibly get. And he's got a great platform right now. He's trying to get jobs, work, big opportunities for people like him. And that's very noble and that's a wonderful shout out to him. Shout out to him finding uh, wherever he can relay that message. You know, I understand that he went on a show that some of you, a lot of you don't like. I get it. The host is an asshole, has a history of being it. But now what you're doing, if you're sitting here and you are saying, we no longer find this man's message for sticking up for a marginalized group of people to be valid because we don't like the platform for which he did it. Well, my friends. You have just found a way to make your far left political views go all the way floral circle to go far right. Because you know who doesn't like people's message based upon the platforms on which they share it? The far right that you hate. And we're not political on this show. I think I think it's both sides. Like
1: but, but like I think the, the whole thing is like both sides. Like I think it's I like, know, that's what I'm saying. Uh, It's so if he would have went on fucking Don Lemon, the fucking right people would have been pissed at him. You know, it's just so stupid. So stupid. Someone's like, hey, uh, come on the show. He doesn't fucking know. He said, "Okay, I'll go on the show. Like, that's that is the thing that really bugs me is swoggle (laughs) knows nothing about (laughs) who any of these fucking people are. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, I'll come on. I'll come on the show." Yeah. Like,
0: and the people, the people who are in his social media feed right now, who are going, "Like, I no longer support your message because you went on Tucker Carlson." Dude, Where were you? Are- you weren't retweeting it and in his replies and sharing his message before he went on Tucker Carlson. So get the hell out of here with that. You weren't supporting it in the first place. You know what people
1: I mean? People are like, I like what I honestly like. I mean, I, I went through and I read every reply to him today. It's a joke like people should like honestly be ashamed of themselves for like, even talk, like how could you even like talk to a human that way? You know what I mean? Like it's crazy because he did an interview like that said nothing about any of your like anti whatever your political beliefs are had nothing to do with politics. People are like being so mean to this guy and I don't want to like blow his spot up but he's very, he's like genuinely upset about it. Like he, you know what I mean? Like, you're not just like sending this to like nothing, like you're sending it directly to a person who's reading it. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, he's very upset by it. And, you know, he's like got all this, you know, like all, like all this stuff running around in his head. And he's very, you know, it, it, it's, it's off. Like, it's awful. He's, honestly he's trying it's just to, like
0: yeah he's trying to give a it's voice like to a group of people because he has this resume so then yeah and like so you, know, you know it's like somebody like, be like let's have this guy on
1: somebody got on like my facebook and was like oh yeah cool swoggle lived his dream as a leprechaun being called little bastard like that's not every dwarf's dream and he's just like turned it into this whole like political Trump thing. And I was like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, like how can you, how can you sit here? It's like, you know, it's like uh, when like white people try to explain like race relations from the black perspective. Like, it's just like, how can you sit here and like explain his, like his perspective? You don't know what his perspective is. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what it's like to try to work Uh, and make money, you know, as, as, as a dwarf entertainer or just a dwarf in general, you know, like, Oh yeah. I don't know. It's just like, Hey, like everyone just shut up. You know what I mean? Like who, like this is his message. He genuinely feels passionate about it. Cause you know, his thing is, is like, Hey, you know, if WWE was not casting a little person, I would have never got that job for 10 years. And, you know, he made money and traveled the world and like, you know, it, it led to all these different, you know, uh, and this is the, the one thing that people, I don't think understand is like, dude, it, if you get this role in this iconic Disney film, you're getting checks for the rest of your life. Like swoggle still yeah. gets paid. Swoggle still gets checks for leprechaun origins, which was a complete bomb. You know what I mean? Like. He still gets checks, though, like multiple times a year. He gets a Leprechaun Origins check. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine like if uh, a dwarf actor is in this gigantic Disney film that, you know, would probably bring in hundreds of millions of dollars and go on and live forever? Like they're going to be getting checks forever. Like it, it I for so, someone, I think that's cool. like really his point And everyone's yeah. just like. Like the fact that because he went on Tucker Carlson and everyone's like, Oh yeah. Typical white male. Like all of a sudden he is not, he's not a dwarf. He's not from, you know, this like marginalized, uh, you know, like group of people. Like now he's just a, now he's just a rich white male. Like, it's just crazy. People are yeah. crazy. Like log off of Twitter, please. Like I, I just log off. Like it, like I couldn't imagine like, and you know i know it's gonna sound so like uh whatever but it's just like uh, if you're not gonna walk up to somebody and say the shit that you say on twitter to somebody like in a bar like just don't say it you know what i mean like people would not act like this in the world like you're not gonna go yell at somebody in walmart or something you know what i mean like i just don't understand why people like feel that they can just talk down to people with no recourse yeah and and You know, I know that's like a, you know, this will get blasted for even saying that, but it's just like, dude, like you're talking to a a real person who put himself out there and, you know, said something about something he believes in, which most people don't do. Everyone just kind of like falls in line and like dunks and says the same opinions on Twitter. He said something he can't help that like people reached out to him, you know what I mean? And, uh, said, Hey, would you like to talk about it? Like, who's going to say, Hey, I feel strongly about this, but no, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's crazy. Like uh, my favorite thing is somebody arguing with you today and they're like, he did TMZ, man. That's, you know what I mean? He should have just left it at that. It's just like, okay. Like TMZ, like the, the news outlet that like has people camp out outside of people's homes for like news, you know what I mean? Like that is where we're like, yeah, man, we support that. Like that's, it's just all, it's crazy. It's like either hate it all or or like don't care.
0: Why leave it at that? Now you're now again, here it's a message that he's trying to get out and you're saying, I should just leave it at one thing. Not everybody watches TMZ. You know, and whether Tucker Carlson is trying to, and I, and I just know that some people said he's got this whole big yeah, battle against like, Disney. I don't know anything like about people, it, but whatever, Dylan like, oh, got the message to others.
1: Right. Like, and if anybody watched it, he was, you know, I'll say he was pretty respectful to Dylan and yeah. like, he, he didn't like bait him into anything, you know, hmm. and Dylan You know, Dylan didn't take any bait if anything was offered. He stuck to his points. You know, and like, yeah, it's just whatever. You know what I mean? If you want to say Tucker Carlson's put on an act or whatever, I I don't fucking know. Like, that's not for. That's not what this was about. This, you know, like, it's just it's crazy to me. Like, there's, you know, it's like these people, like. (laughs) <laughs> there's people like on my facebook feed that still talk about donald trump every day about like you know the demise of him and it's just like this is like the same kind of stuff is like people don't have anything to else to be mad about or something you know what i mean like so they're just like oh tucker carlson i'm fucking mad again like yeah, everyone I, just wants I, to be so angry
0: and and dylan was on today he was on uh call a show called this morning, which is over in the UK. He got to be on there via satellite. You know, if you're someone who is a super left liberal, if that's your politics, you know, or you just hate Tucker Carlson and you're like, well, I supported uh, Dylan and his message until he was on Tucker Carlson. Well, I didn't see you lining up to help him get on other stuff. You know what I mean? Like if you really, if you really think, Hey, this is a good message because it can change uh, multiple people's lives we just pointed out because of how much money they could make and how it could keep going. He's doing a good thing here by drawing attention to this light up, ru- light up Trevor Noah, let Trevor Noah have Dylan on the daily show. You know what I mean? And, and be like, Hey, have you seen this guy? Have you had, him? you should have him on to talk it about just, this. Have it, one. Like, it,
1: But that's the so thing. It's like, everyone's like, Mark who like
0: Peter Dinklage was talking to,
1: right? Like it's like, everyone thinks like Swaggle is just like, Oh, you know what? sorry you know what i mean like sorry bill maher (laughs) i'm not doing your show i'm doing Tucker carlson like they they hit him up and he's they said hey would you like to come on our our primetime cable television broadcast and he said yes like i don't uh, you know it's very easy for people to be like nah i wouldn't do that it was like what are you fucking what are you fighting for nothing that's why you would never do that you would never be asked to do it Like Mm -hmm. it's very easy to like sit there and say no, I wouldn't do that. Uh, Like, how could you? How could you say that? It's just I don't know. Like, I felt honestly, like I love busting Dylan's balls. I felt so awful for him all day today because Mm -hmm. he thought that he was really doing something good, and he He has just been—he's been bombarded with like so much hate you know like it's just i don't get it I, like i don't get how people just feel comfortable just like saying the shit you know you know what i mean like it just i don't know and like i know what happens to every fucking celebrity in the world and you know all that stuff but it's just another one of those things where it's just like man like twitter is just like awful to oh, you know it's people just like
0: go so far that they don't realize that like, okay, well, what you're doing is now just as bad as what you claim you hate. And they won't admit to that. What? And that's on both sides, by the way. Right.
1: It's just like, Uh, like, it's just like, dude, like, like, I don't understand. It's just like, it's like I was saying like this, the, the one, the one kid that was, you know, he was on my Facebook and he like also like, post about Donald Trump every day. And it's just like, dude, like give it a break, man. Like the dude lost like over a year ago, like take a lap, like stop posting about it every day. Like yeah. go outside, like go to work, like do something. Like people don't want to just continuously see this like negative shit all the time. And like, that, it's kind of like the people with that same mentality that were just like, Oh, Dylan, I thought you're cool until you did this fucking show for five minutes. Now you're not cool. Just it's crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I don't want to spend tons of time on that, obviously. Uh, Dylan, we support you, what you're doing, man. Uh, you're trying to get a, a good a good thing going there, trying to help some people out, and uh, that's why he, you know, guy deserves a shout out. That's, I, I think we just piss people off and we just leave the shout out segment for Dylan. That's it. <laughs>
1: It's just, uh, you know, it's, it, it, I didn't want, I really did not want to get into it today because it's been, it's really been bothering me all day. And I know that, you know, with that, it it runs the risk of like, okay, now I'm fucking, you know what I mean? Now I'm on the chopping block or whatever the fuck. But like, Uh, yeah. It's just, and that's a a whole other crazy thing to begin with too, you know? But it's just like, dude, like, come on. Like, he is fighting for like the rights of, you know, essentially like, you know, for lack of better terminology, his people, you know, like he thinks yeah. that he's fighting the good fight for, you know, dwarf factors. And, you know, it, it takes balls. You know what I mean? Like it, it really does. And, uh, you know, I'm proud of him for doing it, but man, like people should honestly just be ashamed of themselves. Uh, like, I, I, I don't know what else is. And I, and people won't because like, people exist to like say things and get a like on Twitter now. Like, it's like not real life. It's crazy, but you know, I just, it just, it, it really, really bothered me. And it just like, makes you think like, fuck, like this is like, you know, this is just what goes on every day. And it has nothing to do with like the cancel culture and all that other arguments. It's just like, dude, like, you you don't like these people because you think they said something mean or you didn't agree with. So in response, you're even meaner and disrespectful, you know, like it's just, wh- wh- where does it, where does it stop? Like, it's like you combat negativity with like more negativity and more divisiveness. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's all kind of silly when you look, you try to look at it from like a neutral perspective, which I feel like nobody does anymore, but I mean, if you want to like see some fucking disgusting humans, go to Dylan Postel's Twitter and, you know, look at that thread in which she said, you know, thanks for the platform tonight, Tucker Carlson. And people just fucking are like, are awful. It's, it's, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, looked at it and I got fired up all day long. So, uh, you know, look, at the end of the day, my opinion is Tucker Carlson, he sucks. I think he's a joke, but uh, I stand by my dude, Dylan Postle. He is doing a good thing, and um, whoever is going to allow him to talk about it, you know, I I totally get it. it's like, dude,
1: like, (laughs) the fucking guy gets, like, three to five million viewers like you can't i mean i don't understand how anybody even argues against that like oh don't go on this show like it's crazy you know what i mean and like dylan didn't even know those facts you know what i mean like he get but that guy it's a high rated show like he just knew that it was a prime time interview spot yeah and It's just fucking, I I don't know. Like it's, it's really bothered me, you know, I don't want to spend all night on it, but uh, yeah, it is just, it's, it's crazy. And it's, it's honestly sad, you know, like if you're a person that's like, oh man, fucking see you Dylan. Like, like seriously, like fuck off. Like he he did not, he did nothing wrong to you at all. And it was, it was not about you. Like everyone thinks everything is about them. They're so fucking entitled. Like it, w- it had nothing to do with you, honestly.
0: Yeah. It, you know, if you're one of those people, then I guess the message wasn't really, you know, didn't, didn't mean that much to you anyway. It's so like, what what are you even doing? Anyway, John Thorne, uh, if people don't hate us after this because we're sticking up for a man who's representing a marginalized group of people. Uh, You know, we do have a show next week (laughs) of pro wrestling.
1: We'll see see after this.
0: (laughs) At at this moment, uh, at this moment, I think we're we're sold out, aren't we?
1: Um. Yeah. So, let me look. Or close. (sighs) So I, you know, like the last time we podcasted, you know, we were keeping it pretty light and uh like i said we are kind of keeping i was going to keep an eye and see how things are trending uh and it's kind of funny that you know it's not funny that's not the right word but you know now that we're you know over a month removed from the holidays it's like (coughs) all that covid news has just kind of like vanished almost you know like it was like getting beat down our brains and like these numbers were insane and now all of a sudden it's just like poof like you don't hear about it anymore um so like we cut it off we we kept it pretty tight you know the last time i think i said like 175 or something like that and um we sold those and i've been kind of doing cuz we haven't podcasted in like 2 weeks right <coughs> i think it's been 2 yeah. weeks yeah,
0: we right? didn't do this. Uh, I think we podcasted last week.
1: Okay, maybe. maybe. <laughs> um, But so anyway, you know, I've been kind of like keeping an eye on things. And it's like, you're not seeing too much reporting of uh, numbers, right? And, you know, we're worried about potential restrictions coming down, but Then, you know, like I saw that uh, or I forgot whatever, whatever you want to call it, um, that the all-star game is going to be in Cleveland. So, like, it doesn't seem like the city of Cleveland is, you know, backing off on on pretty much anything, you know, like if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. (coughs) Oh, man, that was a big cough. Sorry, Justin (laughs) Summers.
0: Blew out Uh, the mic on that one, man. Yeah, blew my
1: eardrums out. I got my headphones, actually. Uh, but uh, so uh, I've done like you know, I, I'll like drop like 10 tickets here and there and um, see what happens. So, and they sell like instantly. Um, so uh, right now, the you know, we we obviously have gone over that 175 threshold that we had initially set through these like limited drops and um you know kind of people on the show saying like hey my group of you know people are trying to get a hold of x amount of tickets you know can we you know can you release this much and this much and this much so we're you know we're we're in the two hundreds range right now, as far as pre-sale and it is cut off Um, right now. There's one second row ticket available as of this recording, because uh, someone is unable to attend. So their ticket went back into the pool um, and it is yet to be claimed. Uh Um, So we may drop some more um, like one or, you know, A cluster of tickets, you know, between this weekend and uh, next week, obviously, depending on where we're at. Uh, But I would say this, uh, I'm fairly certain we will not be selling any tickets at the door on February 11th based on where we're at currently as far as tickets sold. And uh where the wait list is on Eventbrite as it is right now, um I would I would anticipate if you don't have a ticket, uh I don't know if you're gonna be getting a ticket. So outside of like one of the you? outside of like outside of one of these drop, you know, if you can sure. somehow get in on one of these like small drops, you know, like the other day, like I don't know, I think Monday I did like six tickets, you know, and they sold in like five minutes. Um, so, you know, things like that, you know, I, I would just kind of be on the lookout for that, be on the lookout for, um, an email blast or like I said, sign up on the Eventbrite page. There's a, there's a wait list available.
0: There you go. Uh, also we'll be on IWTV. You can watch it there. Uh, so check that out. Subscribe to it if you haven't already and uh we've got an unbelievable grouping of meet and greets that will be there uh there's gonna be some extra space made to make that a little bit easier uh the merchandise area is going to be kind of extended so to speak uh into another room so you guys will you know be plenty of of space for the meet and greets and to, to grab merchandise from everyone who's going to be there um what else can i tell you we got Brian Meyer taking on Joshua Bishop. It's official. Matt Cardona officially defending both the absolute and intense title against Wes Barkley. So uh, we'll see. This is either going to be the night of uh, the major pod or uh, or the Rip City. Who, who knows how
1: this could go? I did look, and it looks like we did do a podcast last week. Hey, there you go. I mean my days are just like running together anymore. It's just, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I keep, keep up.
0: it It was a long week last week. And, um, uh, well, I'll get to it in a minute. Why? But, uh, also one of the, the new match drops, if folks haven't seen it within the last few days, um, you know, last week we did talk about, there was someone else we were going to maybe add to the meet and greet or show, and it didn't work out. And you kind of said ah, I might try to get somebody if I can, and that did happen. You've got Joslin Navarro taking out Lufisto, uh, so that's a, that's yeah. a match right there too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess in the in the Vegas of terms, you know, we'll say that we were looking. I was working on a female talent uh, to come in, uh, and it fell apart <laughs> uh, early last week. Uh, so. Um, started brainstorming a little bit and, um, you know, we were kind of one of the people that, you know, and not a lot of people know this, but like, uh, I wrote letters for Lufisto to, to get her visa. Cause she did it, uh, on her own. She was able to kind of, she applied for a visa without, uh, a major company backing her it was a long process and uh, you know, I wrote a bunch of letters for her and uh, you know, I'm sure many other promoters did as well. <coughs> so um, I talked to her and uh, we worked out a deal. Uh, so Lufus will be returning on uh, February 11th. Uh, luckily, you know, she was available. Uh, we did not have, you know, like I, I kind of was waiting it out for this last piece, so to speak. And uh you know, what I thought would be a few days turned into like 25 days and then it fell through. Um, so, uh, you know, I was able to thankfully uh, get a hold of Lufisto and uh, work something out.
0: And uh, now now backtracking here. Uh, last week was a long week and I know that we were on it because we talked about our week ahead a little bit and that we were going to go to AEW. Uh, which I know we're out of the shout out segment, but real quick shout out because he's going to be there February 11th with a meet and greet. Shout out to our guy, Danhausen, who is officially all elite as of that was, this week.
1: That was pretty crazy. I mean, that's pretty crazy that, um, and, you know, uh, I heard from Danhausen earlier this week, and he was just kind of like, it's really crazy that this happened in Cleveland where the whole Danhausen ascent really began, which. Uh, I thought it was cool for him to acknowledge, you know what I mean, and j- just go out of his way to to say that uh, cuz you know, not a lot of people not a lot of people do th- do acknowledge that, you know? And um that's fine. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not sitting here waiting, you know, for people to acknowledge me. Uh, sounds like kind of pretentious, yeah, but
0: uh, like Roman Reigns over here, dude.
1: You know, it's just like Uh, it was nice that, you know, he went out of his way to do that, you know, uh, because it's, you know, it's like business and, you know, everyone, people, you know, come through AIW and move on and move out and go to different places. And it's just kind of, uh, you know, one of those things that people just kind of go their separate ways and there's no, um, you know, just no, like. Any sort of uh, much of a relationship, be, you know, beyond those, you know, those, that time, you know, in space or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, so there's a lot of people that go on to successful things and you just, you, you never hear from again. And uh, Dan Housen kind of went out of his way to, to say that, which, uh, you know, that meant, meant a lot. Uh, you know, I, I definitely appreciated that. Um. So yeah, you know, shout out to Danhausen. Uh very very happy for him. You know, another guy that was just m- littered with like awful Twitter like attacks. Like it's just <laughs> I don't people d- are just crazy, man. Like Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Like I, I I just don't know what like people just like decided like, "Hey, I'm just going <laughs> to fucking say whatever the fuck I want to people." Like it's just I don't know. It's just it's all silly. Like I, I wish they would just fucking make Twitter illegal or something. But uh, I'm very happy. <laughs> for, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy for Danhausen. You know, like uh, love him or hate him, the, that guy. He did it. You know what I mean. He's a self-made man. You know, as much as he wants to acknowledge, uh, you know the the rise starting in AIW, like was never my plan to make. Dan Housen, a gigantic, you know, <laughs> star, like that was him. You know what I mean? Like we gave him, we gave him, a, we gave him time on a show. He did with it, what he did with it. And, you know, continued to do like outside of, you know, his bookings, yeah. uh, develop in hustle and markets. And, you know, he's a self-made man and uh, you know uh, how anybody could, could hate that is it's crazy you know because that guy did it and uh, he did it all on his own and uh you know he he got his national stage and uh I'm super happy for him
0: yeah it was um uh, it was very exciting to to be right there you know it's uh it's one thing to be there at AIW when Danhausen as a, a character first debuts at AIW and then here we are, years later, and we're all sitting front row at AEW, and you have this, you know, this front row view of of Danhausen, the evolution that he's become, and like you said, just working his butt off to to get to where he is, his debut for this national audience uh, in in Cleveland, where it all started. You know, that's uh, it was it was surreal. It was really cool. It was it was very it was very exciting to be there for that moment. I got to say it was, uh, it gave you like little, uh, proud chills. I don't know if that's a thing, but you know, you get a little goose pimples.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it's, me. uh, you know, it was, it was, it was great. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I just want to, you know, just shout out AEW in general. I mean, uh, I was able to go, um, I think it was last May. I think it was, I went to the pay-per-view where, when Brit won the women's title, uh, And it's kind of like the same thing, like being able to experience that, Mm -hmm. see, you know, Dan Dan Danhausen debut live uh, in front of like a a crazy packed arena, you know what I mean? Like uh, two great moments, uh, honestly, uh, in the last, you know, year or so. So it's it's been cool to be able to kind of sit and and see that uh, see that stuff and see the success, because, I mean, I don't know, it's just. It's it's well deserved, and I'm uh, uh, you know extremely extremely happy for Danhausen.
0: And it was great, uh, you know, while we're there. I think everybody knows by now if they pay attention to AEW that uh, several talents from AIW were used for AEW Dark. uh, So that was very very
1: and more were booked. You know what I mean? Like uh, you could figure out you could figure out probably now based on the, the, you know, the, the, the photo shoots that are, that are dropping on social media, but you know, a, a lot of the crew got booked. Um, you know, uh, they treated us extremely well uh, front row tickets, uh, you know uh, just uh, a great, you, you know what I mean? Like just a, a great experience um, all around. And I think everyone uh, really enjoyed it, <laughs> you know, uh, us that that were all there you know just watching the show and uh the guys and the girls who wound up booked uh in some capacity i think it was a, a great experience uh all around for everybody
0: yeah the uh the women's tag match that got booked featuring aiw talent was pretty neat because to me we're watching that and i'm like oh man we could have uh th- we this booked that whole, aiw match we, yeah this could have been a match at akron
1: <laughs> we've booked that whole match before and in, in the past and you know that's that's another thing is just kind of seeing all these people uh you know like brit, brit thinks like 80 percent of the roster so i mean she just kind of pulled that number out of her head but uh thinks like 80 percent of the aew roster has like come through aw at some point which i don't know how accurate or inaccurate it is but uh she told that to tony Khan when i was standing there and i was super like embarrassed and didn't know what to say to that <laughs> uh, uh, yeah i don't know i guess i guess i don't know where you got that number from but uh yeah i don't know i mean it's just it, it, it's it's cool it, it to to just see you, you know and like this i I don't want to you know make this a uh, all rah-rah aew podcast but uh you know like they don't they don't have to do any of that stuff for us yeah uh right. they don't have to book anybody they don't have to uh, you know set us up with tickets or you know what I mean like any of that stuff uh, you know shout out to Brit she came up to the school on Tuesday night which was I know you weren't there but it was really funny to just because it's like beginners classes on Tuesday and like right. I don't even know how much people know about like AW history you know like people are just like ah, I'm here for wrestling school uh, so like Baker just like strolled in in the middle of like Dom teaching cl- uh, close lines, and like everyone was like trying to play it cool, and like to me I, it was nothing, you know. Like I had a fucking a box full of action figures and magazines that I've been like collecting over like the last year, Uh so like, I was, like here sign this shit, you know. And like people are just like I, I forget that like you know she is a, a a gigantic you know television star at this point, and like. All these new students probably have no idea that she even has a connection to this school, and mm-hmm. like you know, there was even like people like training in like AEW like sweatpants and stuff. You know, like people had like AEW merch on at training. So I, I just thought that was pretty uh, funny experience to kind of witness, and it's kind of it's one of those things. It's like when Johnny came back with NXT, or even when Adam Cole came to the school with NXT. Uh, yeah. You just never know. You just never know who's going to walk through those doors.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's, that's very cool. Uh, a real cool moment there. And yeah, like you said, yeah, big thanks to them. And it, w- it was all great. And she might not be too far off that 80% number, you know, even, uh, that's what he was neat even to see a guy like Ward get at his flowers in, in Cleveland. And, you know, we booked him a couple of times right before he, he got signed and I got to say hi to him afterwards at the end of the show. And, Um, you know, I was excited that we were there. Uh like it's just it was it was a it was a neat thing to to be there and experience all around in terms of all the people that we we know and have have, uh have crossed our paths. So that was cool.
1: And I wanna, you know, shout out like there were so many fans rocking like AIW merch in the crowd or You know, like people had signs and like all kinds of shit, like shout out to all you people that, uh, you know, represented in the crowd. I mean, that was, uh, I get like super embarrassed in like situations like that, you know, like where I'm like in a public like thing and like people are coming up and talking to me and like, I don't know. I just think I'm like a normal person. So it's like, uh, it, it was like so weird to see like people having AIW signs and like all this AIW merch through, you know, throughout the crowd. Like I was just like, I, I don't know. Like I was, I was proud and like uh, also like embarrassed, like nobody come talk to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just like <laughs> that weird, I don't know. I'm just like bad at stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was uh, a really cool experience
0: um, uh, all right, so fast forward now uh any any expectations as you look to next week because this is a pretty that's a pretty loaded show man uh and and there's some some big moments for I mean the only three matches that have been announced so far are are already huge moments uh for those people
1: yeah uh, I mean I think, You know, uh, the Winchester show, which we've uh, talked about uh, a a little bit last week, um, you know, that was kind of a different vibe. This is like the first, you know, big main show of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, we're not going to be able to load up these meet and greet major stars at at every Odeon event like this. Uh, You know, a lot of this has to do with Toy Hayo. Uh, And things just kind of lining up. But with that said, um, with, you know, where we're at ticket wise, even trying to keep it under control, uh, because we were, you know, we were talking earlier and we're like, you know, what was the most that we've ever had in the Odeon? And uh, I I think, you know, we were talking like we've probably had 500 in there, but it was like. Or more, but it was like jam, jam, jam packs. I mean could not could not even move um so you know i don't like i don't want to obviously go that hard you know what i mean we're trying to keep it relatively not so jam-packed but i mean where tickets are at right now i mean it is a pretty healthy way to start the (laughs) you know, to, to start the, the regularly scheduled programming, I guess I'll say as far as Odeon shows. And um, I'm very, very happy with, with where things stand right now.
0: Yeah. And um, you know, keep it, keep in mind folks. Uh, if you're sitting here waiting for match announcements with regards to sex, Ferguson, Dan Housen, uh you're not going to get them. <laughs> so just want to throw that out there right now, but they they'll be there for the meet and greet. And uh, Sex Ferguson hosts in the after party, but uh, Danhausen I don't think is fully cleared to wrestle just
1: yet. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're not doing it. Neither of them are going to do anything on the show. Uh, yeah, they're just. They're really just there to do meet and greets, um, and you know, there's not going to be any sort of matches or any, any of that they're strictly there for meet and greet. And then, you know, sex Ferguson will be hosting the after party, which we could probably get into uh, those details.
0: Yeah. So uh, we've been teasing. That's going to be a different location. It's not going to be a dive bar. If you're part of the AIW discord uh, via Patreon, we have been saying it's going to be really, really close to the Odeon. You're not going to have to go far. You're, this is going to be your favorite spot that we've recently done the after party. Uh, It's because basically we'll be at the Odeon. Uh, The spot I alluded to, we'll be having more space for meet and greets. Uh, There's a secondary space. uh, It's called down the rabbit holes right next door to the Odeon. And there's a door that even opens up. and goes into there and they will have a full bar set up in there for the after party. So we will be partying right there. Um, You logistically, may not even have to go outside i'm not sure how it will actually work you may end up having needing to go outside and go into a different door for the after party uncertain on that just yet but it's going to be right there uh right next door so wherever you're parked you can leave your car where it is you don't have to drive it elsewhere you don't have to walk up a huge hill no concerns whatsoever it's going to be right all within the same complex so that's gonna be really cool
1: yeah i think what they're gonna do is there's like a a garage door uh, you know and uh to give people maybe a, that have been in the Odeon a better idea is if you're by in the merch area and you're by the men's bathroom you know where people mm-hmm. usually set up on that back wall there's actually a giant garage door right there and that opens and it goes into a completely different bar space which they've been renovating uh chris and matt and uh, they've been working on that to make it a a separate location uh, to do smaller events like comedy or smaller uh, musical acts. And uh, for anyone that, you know, was went to the old Peabody's where there was like the, where there was, you know, the main showroom Peabody's and then there's the Pirate's Cove. uh, They're kind of trying to go that route. It's a little bit smaller probably than the Pirate's Cove space, but um, they're trying to kind of make it a, additional venue within the venue. It's going to provide more space. I believe uh, we are going to, you know, put some of the uh, meet and greet people in there while the show is going on. So there's more space. Uh, so people will be able to, you know, know exactly where we're going uh, as soon as they arrive at the show. Um, all goes well. <coughs> it could be, you know, like an ongoing after party thing in which, uh, you know, we just stay, we just stay right there. Um, and, uh, you know, all, all we do is move, you know, about 20 feet outside of the Odeon main space in into this, uh, bar space. Uh, so, you know, hopefully, you know, I know that, uh, the after party has been, uh, contentious among some hardcore AIW fans. Uh, I would like to say that I probably, uh, would like to go back to dive bar a few times, uh, you know, maybe, you know, later in the year, but uh, we're trying to make a compromise here. So, you know, this could be uh, an after party that's strictly pretty much for AIW and AIW only. Uh, it's not going to be open to the public. Uh, you know, the only way you're getting into this after parties if you have a ticket. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, this could be uh, the start of uh, some great stuff, uh, really provide a different vibe for the Odeon shows.
0: Yeah, I think this will be, this will be really cool. Um, you know, we ran Cleveland Comedy Festival in that room and on the main stage. And I'm trying to think with, we actually did, um, we had like small little cocktail tables and stuff set up and chairs. And I think with all of that, um, we did like 40 or 50 in our biggest show, but the tables and chairs, of course, took up some space. Um, So that will be a little bit more limited in terms of seating. Definitely be prepared for that. Probably not going to be a ton of seating. It's going to be like a standing vibe. Um, So that, that will be the case in there, but there's a good amount of people that can fit in there for sure. When everything's cleared out of the way Uh, it's, it's a cool, it's a really cool space. I like it a lot. So that'll be real exciting.
1: Yeah. And, you know, this is something they've been working on for a while and they, you know, they brought it up when they started the project. Uh, So, You know, um, they actually wanted to try something in December, but we had already kind of locked in with dive bar. And also, it wasn't really super ready to go either. So, uh, you know, they they had a couple they had a couple months and, uh, you know, it it sounds like, you know, they are ready to rock. So, um, you know, let us know, obviously give us feedback. Uh, if you're at the after party, the only thing I, I requested, I requested, you know, a DJ setup, a microphone for uh, Sex Ferguson to do Sex Ferguson things throughout the night. Uh, so I think it'll be a uh, very enjoyable and uh, entertaining experience, to say the least.
0: Oh, I also can tell you this from talking to Chris from the Odeon, You know, the uh, specific beverages that will be there will be somewhat limited. Uh, they're not going to fully stock the bar with every single liquor and beer and what have you that you could think of. Um, So I guess one thing that we could do, and I don't want this to get out of hand, but if you're in the discord or you're wherever and there's a, a beverage of choice, let us know. So we can kind of give them the heads up uh, if enough people do it. Now, if one person says one thing, they're not going to buy the one thing, you know. But if we got like 10 people, we're like, "Oh, we all I like this, I like this, same thing, blah blah." blah. Okay. Yeah, um, I think I mean, I think it's going to be
1: pretty I think it's going to be pretty, basic, be pretty probably. basic probably. A couple yeah. beers, maybe a couple of seltzers, a uh, couple liquors, Tito's, you know, what I mean? Jack
0: Daniels, yeah. Uh yeah. Tito's, Jack Daniels, I mean, tequila,
1: yep. It, it is a work in progress bar, you know what I mean? That is not fully operational just yet. So, you know, it is part of the Odeon complex. They're just trying to create this new room. Um, and I don't think that they are going to want people going back and forth from the Odeon bar to this bar, you know? So, um, yeah, just, uh, keep that in mind, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's,
1: I mean, that's, i'm excited though i think you know if it goes well obviously you you know like it's like anything else it depends a lot on you know our people how they you know how they react to it. you know how you know the odian likes it or dislikes it and you know we go from there for the next one
0: yeah absolutely and uh you know with that john thorne i would say we open up to discord questions but they're really um there really aren't too many to be. Uh, I didn't, to be even,
1: quite I, I, honest didn't rem- I didn't remember to put anything in there.
0: I did. I did. I popped it in there, and um, really, the only the only questions there. are from uh, from Razor Sharp, who wants to know if we'd ever thought about bringing in Taz for meet and greet. And I think that's something that we've mentioned here before. Yeah. We definitely have thought about he,
1: it. I don't think he does anything though. Like yeah. he's only done like a few ever lifetime, so he's not like an active meet and greet guy.
0: Right, and uh, Razor also wants to know about having a steel cage match, which I think we've also talked about before. Logistics—we got to find uh, the logistics to do know. it. Certainly can't do it at the. I had,
1: a, I had a steel cage. We left it in Turner's Hall when we moved out because we had nowhere to put it. It's probably still there, <laughs> or in a scrapyard. I don't know. Uh,
0: but that's—I mean—that's it in terms of the questions from the Discord. But I think we covered a lot of things here today. This will be a, a short one for us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, it's not, you know, all that short, but still we're we're close to an hour. But (laughs) yeah, you know, I'm just uh, I I think I I think next week uh, will be a good show. Um, You know, I was actually just looking to see, you know, with the data that we have from Eventbrite, because we didn't really keep good books up until Eventbrite as far as like legit attendance and things like that. Um. And I just looked at like what the biggest presale was, and I know wh- based on the demand right now that like we could smoke that, but I don't, I, I, I don't want to do it Uh, just it yet. It would not be I responsible just yet. I think it's too soon, but I know that uh, we would smoke that. And, and for those wondering, the ICP show is the biggest presale ever at the Odeon, which there was a huge walk up to that as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, not going to do it. it, Like, it's, it's like the, uh, the businessman in me is like, Oh man, like we could just really fucking blow it up. Uh, but I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. Um, you know, obviously we're, like I said, we're over that 175. Uh, and I'm going to keep it somewhere. Uh, you know, there's not going to be you no know, f- fucking 500 people in there. I'll I'll, I'll put it like that. I'm going to keep it un- under wraps uh, as far as that goes.
0: Okay, there you go, folks. Uh, so much to look forward to, and we of course will talk even more about it, and we'll get more into the matches when we uh, talk to you next week. Because uh, you know, usually we do a hard sell, but we don't have to do that next week, which will be nice. Uh maybe for the, do for the sake of IWTV, but uh y-
1: Yeah, I mean maybe if we can get those numbers um back up. Uh also yeah. little uh spoiler, you know, obviously the people on the Patreon uh early bird tier are aware, but uh two events coming your way in the month of March. So get ready That's for right. next month.
0: There you go. Start to gear up, folks. Two events and I'm
1: working March. on. I'm working on some. I'm working on some fucking shit for those right now. I'll tell you that. Working Real on little, some things, huh? I got some things in the. Where I sent a <laughs> sent a FedEx out with a money order in it uh, the other day. So if that tells you anything. Oh. It's, Ooh, it's, it's an interesting one, to say the least.
0: <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah, you can also don't forget you can get on that waiting list if you'd like. Uh, go to AIW social media. You can find the Eventbrite link. It doesn't guarantee you a ticket, but uh, you know it's possible. Someone will open up here or there. Also, if somebody can no longer go, tickets may become available once again. Uh, so there are some possibilities if you still do want to attend, get on that wait list. Otherwise, watch it on IWTV. And for AIW owner John Thorne, my name is Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next time right here on The Card Is Going to Change.